today's kind of going to be one of those process podcasts where I explain why I am working in the way that I'm working for the projects that I'm working on. In other words, why am I not exclusive with Amazon and what do I expect to get out of it? And why you might not want to be exclusive to them either. So let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. And today we're going to be talking about why I decided to cut my income virtually in half to go wide, because it does make sense in a way. But before we get into that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the better the chance we get to talk to each other in real life. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. Thank you to everybody who's already done that. Okay, I know what you're saying, especially if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. Charlie, Charlie, you've already done this episode. You've already talked about this. And no. Not really. I did do an episode when I decided to go wide, and a lot of my decisions were inspired by things that I had heard other people saying about their experience about not being exclusive to Amazon. But in reality, I had a lot of my own reasons. And that's kind of what I wanted to go through with you today. Because well, kind of the theme this week has been on understanding your power as a writer and understanding the rights that you have control over is a big part of controlling your power as a writer and making sure that you're doing everything that you need to do in order to be the best writer that you can. You see, as much as I hate to admit it, being a writer is as much about running a business as it is about getting the stories that you want out there. The two go hand in hand, and while I'm not quite as into the whole business side of things as like a Joanna Penn, who really loves the idea of a creative entrepreneur, I do think that we have to be thinking about where our money is going to be coming from. But for me, the biggest thing in this entire endeavor is not so much where the money's coming from, but where readers are going to come from. You see, I write because I want people to read my fiction. I want people to read my stories. I want people to fall in love with them. I want people to be able to delve into the worlds that I spend so much of my time developing, growing, building. And for me, I don't feel that that is something that I can really do with an exclusivity contract to one company. While, yes, the vast majority of people do buy their books through Amazon, yeah, 
that's true. But being able to sell books is only a part of the battle. See, the hardest part about being a writer is attracting an audience. The hardest part about getting your fiction out there is literally getting your fiction out there. And while I haven't quite cracked the um, magic formula that will help me get my fiction out to the widest audience that I really want it to get out there to, being exclusive to Amazon really curtails the options that I have. Because I'm not allowed to give copies of the book away for free. I'm not allowed to be in Kobo or Apple Books or Barnes and Noble, which are also places that people buy their books. And so by it being exclusive to Amazon, I am limiting myself only to the audience that Amazon can provide me. And that's a problem. That's a big problem for all of us to consider when we're looking at our future because when you're building your audience on someone else's platform, they control you. See, I know I've sold thousands of books over on Amazon over the years, but I don't know who bought them. I don't know if they liked them or not, unless they were kind enough to leave a review. And based on the number of reviews I have versus the number of people that have actually read, well, I don't even know if they've read the books. All I know is that they purchased them. That's all that I know. I don't have access to the metrics. I don't have any relationship with the audience that I have developed over there. And that's a problem. See, for a lot of writers, this is where we would go into an argument about ROI and being able to capture all those people in your email list and all of that. And yeah, there's some of that that I would like to do as well. But the real problem with all of this is trying to develop a relationship with the readers, with the people that are actually encountering my work and helping them to know when I have more coming out, getting them to actually communicate with me. And that's kind of a narcissistic, solipsistic thing. But if we are going to do anything with our fiction, we really need to develop some kind of a relationship with the people that are reading our books, reading our short stories, reading our fiction. Without that relationship, well, then they really are only customers. And I think that this is something that you can really see in the relationship with writers that are exclusive to Amazon, especially when you listen to their writing advice and their marketing advice, because it's all about selling books on Amazon. It's not about developing a fan base. It's not about helping your readers get the most out of the work that you're providing. It's about constantly producing more and more work so that you can feed the Amazon algorithms and continue to make money over there. And again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Everybody has their own interests in writing. Everybody has their own motives in writing. So if your goal is exclusively to make money, then writing's probably not the best thing for you to be doing because while there are a few people who make a lot of money doing this, 
it's not really a lucrative type business to get into. But I'm in this for the readers. See, I'm a fan. I, I love fandom. I'm a member of many different fandoms. And it feels kind of weird saying this, and a lot of writers are reluctant to say this, but I am a fan of my own worlds. I'm a fan of my own fiction. I love the characters that I create, and I want to spend more time talking to people about them. I can't do that without some kind of a relationship with the other people that are reading my books. And that, for me, is the primary goal that I have in my fiction, is to have that relationship with the people that are reading my work. I want to know what they like. I want to know what they don't like. I want to know what I can do better. I want to see exactly which characters they're resonating with, and if it's the same characters that I am. And if so, is it for the same reasons? And if not, why are they resonating with the other characters that I'm not really grooving on? See, I want to have that interaction with my readership. I can't have that easily or productively through Amazon, because there is a wall between me and my readers. Now, that wall doesn't magically go away when once the books are available in Kobo and Barnes & Noble and Apple Books. That wall is still there. It's just now there are multiple walls. But, see, I'm able now, if I want to, to give my books away for free. And that may seem counterintuitive for some, but... I've actually, over the life of my career, gotten more out of giving people a free book than I often have from just selling someone something. Because the hardest thing for us to do is to get people to take that plunge into seeing whether or not they like the fiction that we're telling. Being able to offer somebody something for free, well, that helps out a lot. It also helps that I get to then start developing a relationship with them. And because of my own goals in this entire endeavor, it's not a relationship that's initially based off of money. I'm able to say, here's a copy of my book. It may not be the easiest way to read it, but here's a copy of it. If you would like an easier way, then it's up on these stores where you can contribute to my Patreon. That's how you get an easier to read version of the book. But there they are. They're up on Wattpad. They're up on my blog. They're there for people who want to read them, because that is what I care about most. And that's what you as an author need to be thinking about. What is it that you care about most? Is it the money? Is it the fame? Or is it the ability to talk about the ideas that you have in your own head with other people who might feel the same or different from you? I've said it multiple times, writing is a lonely project. It is. No matter what you're doing, no matter how you're doing it, even if you're participating in National Novel Writing Month like I am next month, and as I feel a lot of you probably are, it's lonely. Because in the end, it's just you and whatever technology you are using to tell your story, whether that be your laptop, your tablet, your phone, or good old pen and paper. When I wrote my first book, it was entirely written on pen and paper, and I kind of wish I could go back to that, but surprisingly, there's not any good software that can read handwriting, and oh, I would love to have some good software that could read handwriting. 
because I would love to go back to handwriting my books. That was something that I really enjoyed and something that I really missed doing. But I don't do that anymore. But it's lonely. It's just you and the characters and the world and the stories that you're telling. And the stories that I'm telling all resonate with me for various reasons, whether it's a story like um, the Mask of the Gods series, which in reality is about me facing my own depression and anxiety and those issues within me, even though they're, it's kind of clothed in this epic fantasy setting. Or the Wanden Weaver books, which are about me coping with my own concepts of gender dysphoria and all of that. Or if it's in the Liquid Sky books, which were about me kind of dealing with the changes that were going on with me and my faith and how I understood the universe. See, all of the books that I write have something to them. Shine Like Thunder was written during a period of my life where I honestly thought I was dying. I was sick. I was really, really ill. And, well, if you read that book, you can really see that in the story that's told there. Somebody desperately trying to hold on to life and figure out what it is in their life that's important. See, I don't, whether we know it or not, I think most of our stories that we tell have some connection to our own psychology, our own questions about the world, our own ideas about how the world works and why it works the way that it does. And for me, I want to talk about those ideas. And yeah, I want to talk about the other things that are in there too. I want to talk about the Dueo. I want to talk about dragons. I want to talk about magic and all the other fantasy elements that make it into my fiction. I want to talk about what it would be like to grow up on a tidally locked planet orbiting a red dwarf star. Because I find those things interesting too. And for me, I explore all of these ideas through my fiction and my world building and all of that. So without a readership, there's not as, it's not as easy for me to discuss those things. Yeah, I do it through the podcast and I talk to you all and I'm very grateful that you listen to me on such a regular basis. But at the same time, I like telling these stories. And so that's what I want out of them. Yeah, the money is nice. And I have to admit, I do miss the income that I used to get when I was in Kindle Unlimited. I do miss it. But at the same time, I see what I'm doing as a much more lucrative long-term play. Whether it's just in getting readers who will be able to look at my fiction and tell me what they think about it and maybe, just maybe, actually get those conversations started that I've been really wanting to have for such a long time. Or maybe that's eventually building up my Patreon or what have you. Eventually, I will reap the benefits of going wide of not being exclusive to one place. Because it took me a while to get here, but I know what my goals are. I know what I want. I know what actually makes me happy as a writer. And yeah, a check is nice. A check is very nice. But when I get a check and I don't know what somebody thought about the book, that bothers me. I don't like that. 
And that's not going to go away by simply having my work available in multiple formats in multiple places. But being able to direct people to the website, being able to grow a fan base through both the website, Project Shadow, and the work that I'm doing over at World Anvil, that will help me start to have this conversation with other people. And in the end, that's what will make me happy. That's my goal. Now you need to take a moment, especially as we're going into NaNoWriMo, to figure out what your goals are. Are you just trying to make money? Are you just trying to get famous? I I would highly recommend if either one of those is your primary goal, writing might not be the best vocation for you to get involved with. Money is not really the primary thing that writers are known for having. But some of us make it. Some of us really do. And I'm not saying that it's impossible to make a living as a writer. I'm just saying that's a hard motivation to keep you going during the hard process of coming up with ideas, of sculpting those ideas into stories that can be told, going through the editing and going through the marketing that it takes to actually get out there and find your your readership. Your goal, it really needs to be yours. It needs to be personal. It needs to be something that moves and motivates you. What will get you out of bed in the morning? What will make you want to put those words down on the screen? Put those words down on the page when you don't feel like putting those words down on the page? What motivates you? There are a lot of different things that can. It might be just getting the ideas out of your head. To be quite honest, some of the stories that I've written, that's why I wrote them. Because I just wanted to get the idea out. It was bothering me. It was just stuck in there. It was rattling around and wouldn't let me go. And writing it out was the best way for it to happen. That's a perfectly fine motivation to have. Maybe it's to have better representation of your people, of your community, in fiction. I know for me, that's a huge motivation for a lot of the work that I do. Most, if not every, book that I write has at least one LGBTQ character that hopefully is not written as a stereotype in anyone's eyes. They're written as real and fleshed out as I possibly can as a writer. Because, you know, it's kind of frustrating watching all of this fiction going around, whether it's in a novel, on a television, or in a movie, and not seeing my people represented. Gay characters can be action heroes. Trans characters can be action heroes. And we very rarely get the opportunity to be those things. And when we do, it's subtle or hidden or something that the director or the writer tells us after the fact. And that's not real representation. So if representation is your goal, then write to the best of your ability. And I would say go as wide as you can, because if you want to have good representation, that representation needs to be everywhere. That's one of the other motivations that's caused me to take my books wild. (laughs) Wild. Wide. It's not the easiest road, 
bowing to the Amazon algorithm is a lot easier than trying to figure out how to develop an audience in multiple places that may have different ideas and goals and interests. But when it's all said and done, I'm still chasing my dream, and that will constantly keep me motivated. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this episode in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, please take a moment to go into the show notes and click the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on Twitter and Instagram. You can go to projectshadow.com and find links to everything else that I do. It's all right there. This is the hardest part of the episode for me every time I do it. If you have a dollar that you can pass my way, please consider doing that. Down in the show notes, you will find a link to both my Patreon and the listener support page. The difference between the two is people on Patreon, they occasionally get stuff. It really does help out a lot. It is the primary way I make money now. Well, that and the ads on this podcast. I want to thank everybody who's already doing that. It really does mean the world to me. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody that you think would like anything that I do, be it my fiction, the world building over at World Anvil, or this podcast, do think about sharing it with them. That helps out immeasurably too. All right. So as we're getting closer and closer and closer to National Novel Writing Month, I feel like I know exactly what I'm going to be working on, though I doubt that I'm going to be correct. We'll see on the day, but I'm probably going to be announcing my nano project soon. I would love to know what yours are. So until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.